In this week's episode of The Knack, Connor takes us to the shadow realm with his topic. And then we dive deep on tipping competition tactics and how much thought really goes into them. Before we talk about a sport that's been referred to as the ultimate game. And then we pay well-deserved credit to a golfer who made more money in four days than he would make giving over 2,000 lessons. As always, follow us on The Knack Wrap. Uh, we appreciate the support and enjoy the episode. Cheers. My topic today, actually something I thought of today. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait. So, I would think it's something that we would have seen a lot of, like people just see it, it just it's out there, often from like little kids. And this is why um, it, it kind of, you know, triggered me a bit because it's something that I still do. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and people still do it, but it's just... It's a bit of a funny one. Like sometimes people don't know how to react. <laughs> it's so. My actual question is: When is it inappropriate in terms of a setting or even like an age for someone to be playing like shadow sports, yeah. like whether it's a, a basketball shot or a, a, a golf swing or a cricket, you know, shot or you know, pretending to play like rugby through the you know, shopping mall or something. Yeah, yeah. Is there an inappropriate setting? What, yeah, what is that? When do you get to there, yeah, to that okay. point? Um, <laughs> it's funny. I don't know why, but the way you explained that, I knew it was going to be the topic straight away. Um, one, of, one of our mates uh, messaged me a similar question about a year ago. I remember it clearly because uh, I just got a message saying, is it weird that I still play shadow rugby between the crowds in the city? <laughs> and to answer your question, no, I don't think there's any age where it should stop at all. No. Because it's just imagination. And um, I still do it yeah. all the time. Uh, I play lots of different sports uh, in the shadow realm. <laughs> and, um, and I did it a lot when I worked in the city walking through people like PK, you know, you had yeah, to train yeah. or a bus or... Or whatever. So, um, I love it. I think it's great. And I also commentate to myself. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's something I do. Okay. So, you'd be... And you create little narratives about, like, you know, that person that you've just drawn and passed on. What's their history? Why did they jam? <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Is that a tendency they take to the field on the weekend? Yeah. Or is that just during the day in the city? So, so <laughs> that's what I do. I kind of create whole little worlds. So yeah, I don't think That's there's awesome. any age where you yeah. stop. Because I, I was walking we at work. in in So we have a, a long like corridor in our office. Yeah. Where it's actually on the kind of the outside of our actual offices. So you kind of walk out of the offices and there's... Um, you can't actually see us. It's all like fogged up glass. Yeah. And you can't actually see on the other side. And I'll just start like pretending to bowl sometimes. <laughs> And Do you or, get through or, a hole but, but the thing, the thing is, no, I don't. It's only usually one or two. But the thing is, I'll I'll kind of just you know just kind of do it like a little you know mini yeah, yeah. sort of version. Like I'm not doing the full run up, and <laughs> but like it just I want to. Yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of there going, well, 
what if just you know some someone from a completely different division just walks out and I'm just bowling it off you? Yeah, just <laughs> just down the hallway or like it's probably great for team building. Yeah, they, they probably just get forward and just a nice forward <laughs> defensive in response. No, that would just that would be that would be the dream if you yeah, just yeah. pretend to to bowl to someone and they automatically just come with a shot. Yeah. But also like. But the funny thing is, like bowling a cricket, like a cricket, like bowling like you're playing cricket, mm. is probably like more frowned upon than a golf swing or something. Mm. I feel like golf, like people just kind of, there's yeah. this real corporate thing about yeah. golf <laughs> and like, you know, like <laughs> it's all, all these corporate events and, you know, you see, you know, people, I've seen guys at coffee shops just with an <laughs> umbrella, just, you know, <laughs> practicing their swing. I, I think that's awesome. <laughs> But like no one seems to care. But if you looked around and saw someone playing a forward defence yeah. at a coffee shop, like you know, <laughs> and actually that has just triggered me to think of something else. Yeah. Do you make a sound effect? Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> well, look. I think you have to. I think you add add layers as you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, the thing, the golf swing thing is funny because whenever so- I see someone do a golf swing. I always look at their face because they're always like, they always purse their lips like that and they, it's like it's hard for them. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, the, it's the way, like if you watch somebody when they're practicing their golf swing, their lips always purse and there's like a, they've got a real face of focus and I always look at people's face and they do that. But yeah, I think, I think not anything goes. Commentary. You know, yeah. like if, if you're yeah. heading, you know, say yeah. you, um, you get up from your desk and you just you just got a bit of energy. Yeah. Like I don't see any problem with just bounding down towards the kitchen and just <laughs> doing a full-on bowling attack. You know, you never know what might happen. There could be someone at the other end who that would be wants that would just be awesome. Or even like, do you have a little sort of air on a shadow soccer game or something yeah, with someone yeah. or or there's, someone there's drops some... a piece of paper? Yeah, or like a, a somebody you know bundles a piece of paper and yeah. goes for a shot. Yeah, you could be walking past and you alley oop it. Yeah, you know. Or block it, and someone says there's so many opportunities. I think people need to express themselves more because I reckon there's definitely I'm definitely the only one that think that would think that. No way. Because there's there's plenty of people just in in our in my office alone that I know that love sport and or and have and play a lot. Yeah. And you just do it. People just stand there and just you know come up with something, or even if you play tennis, you know you might just like or you practice sort of like your your one handed backhand or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I th- yeah, I think anything goes. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think anything goes, and it's good. For, I, I the thing, what, reason why I love it is because it's good for your imagination. Like all the people, like, and I'm just thinking our friends here. Like all the people who do that shadow sports stuff. Yeah, they've all got really good imaginations. Yeah, and it's true. like I don't know. I just feel like making stuff up. You know, being a bit. Uh, it's just creating scenarios. Yeah, scenarios, hypotheticals, it's imagining awesome. things. Um, I want to see. I want to be able to. I think be walking somewhere and see someone and recognize someone doing that yeah, to that'd me. That'd be good. Like I'm the I'm the defender that they're drawing yeah. in. Do you? Or do you tackle? Do you them? tackle them, <laughs> or do you intentionally knock the ball down or something? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Like that would just. But be... what if what if you guess wrong and you just tackle some stranger? <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd probably have I'd I'd probably have to. You'd, you'd probably be, you know, like, I guess, characterizing them. In, or, like, you'd, you'd be looking at them going, you're a young male. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. I'm probably going to, you know, there's a good chance here you're doing what I'm going to do. I'm going to tackle you. Yeah. 
but you know an older sort of maybe female I I, I mean by all means that's great if they are doing it it means that their mind's still you know yeah still with it but there's definitely a group though there's a group yeah, that I would, group. I would I would probably not think to you know but what do you go do you go two hand touch then if yeah. they're older yeah what are they playing you yeah know, this doesn't mean tackle Oz tag could be, could be yeah do you do you try and do you pull, pull on their, their backpack strap <laughs> you got your tag <laughs> Mark's back here yeah, yeah Mark's back here they miss their train because they just start playing a game yeah so I, yeah, yeah. I, and I yeah I guess back to my original question like of is it because I, I kind of got a bit like self-conscious of just like you know the, the arm kind of comes up and then you you rip it down like if someone yeah. looks at you yeah you kind of you know you can't be getting looks. self-conscious because then you're just bowling a half tracker well, yeah. <laughs> and the the imaginary the shadow realm batsman is just yeah that's six. yeah it's it's runs all day of the week so and then sorry just one last thing I like I think to myself when I'm if I'm bowling or on this in this hallway, yeah. like it's a it's a carpet, so it's a flat yeah, deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not doing much off no, the surface. No, it's not doing much. It's not you know? doing much. But if you're on a pavement or yeah. you're out in the grass, okay, yeah. or is that you know, little like tree root that'd be good to like. Yeah, pavement good... with those little mortar. Yeah. Grooves, you can just get a lot of turn off yeah. there. Get some reverse swing. Yeah. You know, bit of variable bounce. You know. Yeah. Dunking on a door frame, big mm. one, big one is for me. Yeah. I used to do. I remember when I was working in in an office, I used to just do a little layup on the way to the toilet. Yeah. You know? Well around the house, I mean, it's it's yeah. like I'm I'm stepping through the house. Yeah, yeah. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know. The the Do you ever pump yourself with the door? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I, I kind of I kind of pretend that like I might have the ball in one hand and push off and get knocked like yeah, you know, get, get it off like, around the corner. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> Um, oh. or even, yeah, but, and sometimes I've tripped. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of stumble and then you kind of get, try and get an offload away off or yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> an inverted offload. Yeah. It's, it's, what do you think the most common sport is? The most common mm, shadow sport? Wow. Do you think it's really golf? Question. I, I think it has to be golf. Yeah. Because it's something, it's something you can just stand there and do. Yeah. Like you don't have to be moving. But I mean, cricket, like you see kids all the time doing cricket, like bowling yeah, actions. Yeah. Because you don't need a ball to, you know, bowl or no. or, or play a shot. No. Um, I, th- I think it has to be cricket. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, go- sorry, sorry, golf. Golf, yeah. I yeah, think golf. it has to be golf. Because yeah. there's... Yeah. Everyone, you know, you you know, there's four guys having a coffee and they've, yeah. you know, played in the comp on the weekend yeah. and they're talking about their thing and he goes, oh, I fixed my swing and, mm. you know, he just kind of comes back with a... Yeah. With a casual It movement. could be basketball with the old, like... Yeah, yeah. Kobe paper toss cultural thing yeah you know I remember when Kobe when Kobe died there was a big thing on social media about like Kobe created the paper toss into the bin do you really like it because people used to say Kobe <laughs> and then shoot <laughs> and then shoot it to win the game into the bin so but again that's not shadow you've actually got a piece yeah. of paper so but it's, really it's still kind of got that element to it yeah, though you yeah, know what I mean the next level it's it's just adding a, adding an object yeah it's yeah. yeah, it's kind of like if people kind of. I guess the next step would be if you're playing, you know, golf and you have an umbrella. Yeah, you're true, true. You know, you've got an object with or you. Or you. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those things. But I think it should just be, it should just be a universal thing that yeah. everyone, just there's no there's no cares given no. by anyone about any watching anyone do a shadow sport. And I think people should join in. 
Yeah. How good would it be? Oh. Imagine a day where you finish work and you walk out of your office. And it's just like Shadow Sports Day for whatever reason, and everyone's just doing their own thing as they walk towards whatever they're doing. That would be so cool. Like you could create a you could create a golf course around wherever you are, or 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 you walk out and there's you know there's there's eleven guys out there going bowling, (laughs) and someone's just coming into bowl. Like how do you? And someone just chooses like when the batsman gets out. Oh, he sneaked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if people need to run to get their ferry or you know, whatever, they needed to employ a 12th man to come in. Like, who's 12th man? And <laughs> some guy goes, oh yeah, drops his bag, drops comes his in, bag. stands at gully. <laughs> that would be so cool. That would be so cool. You have little soccer games going it's like on. That, um, it's like that dancing, what's the dancing? The um, oh, yeah, um, pop-up dancing or whatever yeah, it is. what's it called? There's a name for it. Yeah. I was yeah. watching a video on the other day. Yeah. But you could just have stuff like that where you walk in and pretend to you know, play a game of soccer day. or something or yeah. basketball. That would be so good. Oh, God. That's actually a good concept. Yeah. Just get a group of people just to raise morale in, a, just to, in an yeah. office setting. Yeah. Just walk in and just play a game of soccer. 11 people for like three minutes and just leave. Set up a few goals. Yeah. What is that dancing call? It's in my head. I've got it. Yeah, I can't think of it right now. Yeah. Anyway, that's a great topic. Yeah. Something I did I, and I still do. I've done it my whole life. Yeah. I mean, I do it. Um, I mean, clearly. That's why I thought doing it. it before you walked in here. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what 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 have you got in store? Yeah, okay. So my topic is um, it's something I think about a lot. Okay. Um, especially when the winter seasons roll yeah. around. Uh, it's got it's to do with tipping. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people are either in a work tipping comp, a tipping yeah. comp with mates, family, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I just want to know. I want to know everybody's tactics. I want to know your criteria for making a tip and if you have a criteria. Like, are there boxes you've got to tick? Because I have my criteria, yeah. but I have no idea if other people have yeah, a criteria okay. or if it's just whatever they're feeling. Because I know there are people who decide just to tip on feel, yep. but uh, I don't do that. Yep. So I'm just wondering no, what fair enough. if there is a criteria a for tipping. Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, um, look... In terms of specific criteria, there's probably not like a specific, I don't have to tick four boxes to make yeah, that yeah. tip kind of thing. And they, you know, people go off the, like the betting odds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I actually don't have, I don't go off the, the odds. Yeah, like I'll probably have a look at them. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably have a look at them and just sort of be like, oh, that, you know, that's interesting that, you know, yeah. the, the dogs are paying 350, yeah. you know, <laughs> something like that. And, or I'll, I'll probably, I'll look at the odds and, and think of, Oh, that's probably good value there. You know, put, a, put like a if I put ten bucks on there, um, not that I actually bet, but does that sway uh, your tip? Well, that's the thing. You know? it probably it probably like subconsciously does, yeah. but I, in terms of a front of mind, what I'm actually looking for, yeah, I don't. It doesn't, but it it would. Like yeah. you can't deny that looking at the odds doesn't yeah, exactly. sway sway exactly. tips. Exactly. Um. So that I mean, there you go. That's probably a criteria, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. subconscious criteria. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I I would look at first and foremost, um, where they're playing. So who's home? Oh, who's right. away? So you're a home I away think guy. home yeah. away is is a big thing, and like yes, yeah. Some teams, it's it's a really big thing, and sometimes it's not. Like, i.e. the Sydney Swans. Yeah. You know. Not, <laughs> not recently. The, not recently, but, you know, if you go off the past 20 games they've played at the yeah. SCG. Yeah, it's pretty short. Sure they've it. probably won 90% of those. Yeah, yeah. 
you know. Yeah. Um, so like that, where they're playing, you know, Hawthorne in Tasmania, <laughs> you know, like they just they just don't lose down yeah, there. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, so I go off where they're playing. Um, I'll also if I've I'll try and check team lists mm. as as like before I do the yeah. tips. So my mindset will probably be, it's Thursday. Need to do tips. Okay, what other team lists out? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, check team lists. Go through the who's in, who's out. Yeah, okay. Um, and just have a look because, like, sometimes it can be like a deciding factor. Yeah. I feel if someone's missing a big, you know, a big name, and then I kind of just—it's almost just a feel. Actually, the last, the one thing I do do is look at their, um, their history against each other. Mm. So often the well, the tipping comp See, that, that we're in is like. For example, I looked at the um, Richmond versus Essendon uh, history. The last it has the last five times mm. they played each other. Thirteen in a row. I think yeah, and and Richmond had won. Yeah, thirteen. But obviously and that, and I just thought, you know what? Like Richmond just have their number. Well, yeah. I mean, not anymore. Yeah. Because Essendon ended up Richmond should have won that game. They should have probably won, yeah. but uh, that comes into into play. And sometimes I go if it's really close. <laughs> this and this is this is a bit. You know, you might be a bit confused by this, <laughs> but I'll I'll literally go off a pattern. So if, if one team's won, then the next team then, oh, then, really? then they lost the next year, and they've won and then lost. I'll wow. I'll go okay, maybe they're due for a win. Wow, you know, so I'll do that. It yeah, often right. doesn't. So work. you're like you're like a bit multiversey. Yeah. <laughs> you're a multiverse. There's a bit tipper. of stars aligning kind of thing here. You know, you're a multiverse. Ah, uh, and then if if that's you know if that's kind of not really doing it for me yeah, then okay. I'll probably just go off feel and I've just gone you know what I feel you know I feel yeah, like yeah, the Crows yeah. can get up at home yeah. you know it's almost like Cluedo you know Crows <laughs> okay. at home on a win streak yeah tip right. them, you yeah. know what I mean it's like yeah I mean that's that's an extensive process that's, I like that yeah because I yeah so do, and you, I, do you have you obviously have a you'd have a pretty clear and concise. I have, I have a pretty clear process, but I, but I always whenever I'm doing my tips, I always it's normally in bed and I'm lying there and I I'm always I go through the leaderboard of yeah. this comp that we're in, and I I think about what everybody's doing in that moment <laughs> if they were doing their tips and what their process is, which is why I wanted to ask a question on yeah, here. Yeah. Um, and you know you've got your upset chasers, yeah, people who love yeah. to pick an upset, yeah. people who if it's dollar sixty and two thirty, they're going to get on the two thirty yeah. at the time. Um, and then you've, I mean, there's a new category for the the multiverse guys. I have, have, have to think about. You'll that have one to look now. at the patterns now. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to be looking at the patterns. Um, no, but for me, I'm like seventy percent odds. Yeah. Okay. So normally I get on my tips on a Tuesday, and I'll just tick all the favourites, up submit it. Yeah. And then I'll go back on a Thursday and I'll look at um, ins and outs. Yeah, okay. Um, and that might change one out of one of the tips. Yeah. Um, and then I dabble in recent form and home and away. Yeah, okay. But that, that's it for me. Right. So I'm, yeah. I'm like mainly odds, odds because I just feel like the sports betting companies know the best. 100% they do. And then it's Thursday check for omissions. <laughs> and then if that changes anything, uh, I keep it keep it like that. What if you forget? Forget the tips. Well, forget to change them. Um, Has there ever been a time where you forgot? surely you've forgotten nah. to change on it? No, I mean you're very methodical about <laughs> all this. You know, yeah. 
No. Oh, but, actually, you know what? <clears throat> I think I missed. I missed a Thursday night yeah. tip once because I had something on. Right. And I forgot about. See, it, I, I've very rarely with the missing the tips. It annoys me how they like give people. Yeah. No. The away team. Yeah. For a t- it should just be blanket rule. Yeah. You just lose a tip. Yeah. Like, and if you don't tip the entire round, then that's your fault. You probably yeah. shouldn't be there in the first yeah, place in the tipping comp. I agree. You know, I agree. we actually had one of our one of our uh, members in our tipping comp uh, tip up until the Saturday and forget the Sunday games. See, that just ruins me. <laughs> like, I, I don't. You know, like, you know, it, it frustrates me. Yeah. Like I look, I go through the leaderboard, I yeah. look at that, and I go, "What happened there?" Yeah. Like, what at least just put tips person? in. At least put your tips yeah. in. Like, just submit them all in. and just and just come back and think. I'll come back and change. The mindset doesn't change. Yeah. Of, of you going <laughs> no, to change no. your tips? No. You've no. at least got tips in. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I can't. That it's, was it's a, ruinous when I see something like that. That was a that was a calculated decision <laughs> yeah, to yeah. not complete the Sunday yeah. games. Or and there was three of them. Or was he going through the tips and got distracted? No, because oh, no, I, I asked. Oh, did you? I asked. So and the answer was, I just I couldn't decide on the Sunday games, so instead I'd come back to them. Just pick odds. And just, yeah. Just pick odds. Yeah. Yeah. See, that ruins me, and and like I feel sorry for those people. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't. Some people go, "Oh, your fault," you know, sucked in. But yeah. I'm like, just put your tips just in. Put your tips in. Like, come on, it's. I remember in NFL fantasy, um, someone got injured on the Thursday, and their team's unchanged on Sunday. And I, I used to message guys, being like, "Can you please change your team? It's hurting. <laughs> it's hurting me to see someone injured in your in your starting roster." <laughs> That's killing me. Now, a quick question on the tipping. Yeah. What are your thoughts? And I've kind of flipped this in a way. This question mm-hmm. back on your topic. So. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Uh, but people, the success of people that tip based on colours of the teams, you know, which colours they like best, or the uniforms. Oh wow! Yeah, right, right. You know, and and quite often you see these people kind of, you know, they're often like mid table, like <laughs> yeah, mid to yeah, high. Yeah. Like they're very rarely you get someone dead last who's going, yeah, I tip based on, you know, I like the colour of the uniform yeah. better. Yeah. Which which is incredible. Yeah, I mean, to be, I'd love to question those people, and just ask them like, surely the odds are getting there a little bit. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like surely they go, yeah, I love red, but if the Melbourne Demons are playing Sydney Swans, yeah, too in red. Melbourne, yeah, it's two reds. Like you know, they're probably going odds. They probably would. I mean, they they might not be. They might like the lighter red yeah. and Swans upset Melbourne in Melbourne, and you know, <laughs> then they get the tip, but uh. Surely, like, do you know anyone that just goes straight off colour? Not, not like right now. Yeah, <laughs> not, not that I've heard of. Um, but it's like you hear about it in, you know, I guess the horse races and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, people to just be honest, that's what I do. In people just tipping. Well, yeah, there you go. Maybe are you subconsciously looking at colours as well? Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> in, true. in your tips, just, just blue every time. <laughs> <laughs> And when it comes off, I'm like, yeah, see, it's because I went blue. It's because it went blue. Yeah. Mike, you lost your last 20 races. <laughs> yeah. It's... The one disclaimer, sorry, I just remembered. The one disclaimer I have for tipping is if there's been a recent coach firing, oh, I yeah. always tip the team yeah, yeah. that Has just fired. had their coach fired to win. Because teams always win after a coach is fired. Yeah. That's the only time I'd break the odds and omission rule. Yeah, that's so. fair enough. I mean that's pr- that's pretty. You're almost a hundred percent guaranteed to make to win to make that tip. Yeah. You know, if there's a new coach, I think that should be almost be a strategy for 
for yeah. clubs yeah. to cycle new coaches. And you can you does it count if they've already coached? To uh, come in, you know what I mean. Like, that's a good question. If if a, if a James Hurd comes back to coach Essendon and he's in as a new coach, oh, so he's recently coached. He's coached Essendon in the past. Yeah, or like Nathan Buckley comes in next, but he's still classified the new coach. Yeah, I, I still think it has an effect because players are more motivated. Yeah. They're motivated to impress. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's what it comes down to. I'd love for someone to do this research and find out that we're just so wrong. Because <laughs> I don't actually know if it's 100%, but... It's got to be close. I, I mean, from, from the last... I've never, I've from never. when we've noticed it. Yeah. Actually, to be fair, people were talking about it the other day at work. Oh, really? Yeah, people, you know, are, are discussing it. Um, so it's, it's, definitely a, it's definitely a factor. Yeah. Yeah, and, so, yeah. And quickly, just before we move on, mm. uh, Jokers... So you yeah. get to double the points. Are you a are you a fan of that? Uh, to be honest, I'm not. Yeah, I don't like I'm a joker. Not, I'm not either. I think it should just be straight tipping. Yeah. But um, having said that, a joker can, you know, it makes it it makes it interesting because people who are mid table, yeah, who have an outstanding joker, yeah, can get back into it. Yeah. So it's great for those people, but I I don't know. I'm just I'm. Bit of a traditionalist when it comes yeah, to tipping. Fair enough. It probably keeps people interested. Like if yeah, you if you yeah. slumped a lot, like last yeah. or second last, yeah. it'd be hard to yeah. motivate you. I mean, that happened in our comp. Yeah, Maximus Decidius Meridius <laughs> was in was in second last. <laughs> yeah, and then he had a perfect joker and yeah. he came up to third. Yeah. So you know, he's he's cheering. That was a huge yeah. That was yeah. a huge round. So. Um. But yeah. Anyway, we'll look at the tipping. We'll we'll soon find out. I mean. You're currently coming first, so hopefully, yeah, I mean, your yeah. you know, your approach is clearly the one to, to follow at the moment. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll slump at some point. It happens every year. Yeah, that's no, all right. Um, but moving on, Mike, um, and great topics, just quietly, I think. Yeah. Um, just Strong. before we do move on. Strong. Um, moving on to our niche sport of the week. Would you like to intro introduce us to to what this is? Yeah, happy to happy to introduce. Um, I mean, the more the more I read about this sport, uh, the less niche it becomes. <laughs> but it, it is niche because it is one of those. Um, it's definitely not mainstream. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's 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 niche and it's. Uh, oh wow! I've just read here. It's recognised by the International Olympic Committee. And eligible for the 2028 Olympics. Wow. So potential to move from niche to mainstream status. Wow. Um, they've had a world game since 1989. And the sport is Ultimate Frisbee. Uh, currently known as simply Ultimate. Ultimate. <laughs> and um, this is a great quote. I'll just... The, where the game started. It started in the 19... Questionable 1940s, but 1960s. Yep. And uh, Jared Cass said... Uh, I just remember one time running for a pass, <laughs> leaping up in the air and feeling the frisbee, frisbee making it into my hand and the perfect synchrony and joy of the moment. And I said, this is the ultimate game. So that's how it started. There's ultimate, yeah. So, yeah. That must have been a nice feeling for him. Yeah. You know, no. to, to find that to find that moment that you just yeah. created the sport. I mean, has he, has he, has he put some mayo on it in the, <laughs> for, the, for the interview? <laughs> I mean, I mean, possibly. <laughs> nah, it, it's, it's great. great. It's, it's a great. description of it, though, you know. No, it is. It's perfect. Um, and I love it how he says the joy of the moment. That's yeah. when you know a game's going to fly. Yeah. If it brings joy. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, they've had world games, world championships for over 30 years, recognised by the Olympic Committee now for 2028. Um, there's over 5 million ultimate players in the US yeah. alone. 5 million? Yeah. Hold on. So it's huge. Wow. And there's an under-24 world championships and all age group divisions from 2016 in the US. So it's huge in the US. Yeah. And there's social sporting competitions in Australia as well. Yeah. Probably in all your big cities. Well, there's... I mean, there's nationals. Yeah. Like, it goes all the way up to nationals. I think if you win that, then obviously you go play yeah. in the world champs. Is there nationals in Australia? Yeah. we. One of the guys that I work with has just started is is uh you know he plays nationals wow and I guess we've got to start playing um i was i was he had it, they had it on the other week i'm pretty sure yeah wow. um and there's a huge competition and yeah he was um and it is impressive like he oh. he is impressive like the the frisbee just just does not change yeah, it's like nuts. level at all yeah. and it can just go for like 50 metres easily. Yeah. 70 metres. And like. they can do forehand. And oh, the forehand's hand. tough. I don't know how to... Because, like, how do you do it? No, I don't know. I, whenever I try to throw a frisbee, it curls over <laughs> and just lands. It's it's all it's all the wrist work. You'd be, you'd be good top, at that, eh? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, can, I can backhand. Yeah, Forehands... Yeah. I, I come in, I can't forehand. It's it's physically just doesn't happen. But, it, but you know, it's all, it, like, just a flick of the wrist. Yeah. Like, it's getting your wrist to, to cooperate, mm. you know? So strong wrists, I guess, are yeah. required. But I like even even watching it, it is seriously impressive. Like it's actually really fast. Oh yeah. How how fast they're moving around the field and stuff. Like you would have to be seriously fit. Yeah, yeah. I think I have to start playing it. <laughs> so the more I read here, you know, it's just. <laughs> well, I mean, there's plenty of comps. You know, like you know, opportunity to. Uh... To go to the Olympics and get that tattoo on your yeah, Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> Brisbane. I'm sure, sure oh, yeah. surely they're going to be, yeah. you know, pushing for that. Well, 2028 is in LA, isn't it? Oh, is it really? And Frisbee's in America. Well, I think it is. Is 2028? I'm pretty sure oh, 2028 is LA. I should, I should know that, but I don't um, know. 2024's Paris. I'm, I think 2028's yeah, LA. Okay. So, I mean, it's huge in America. Yeah. They could, that could be their sport because be... every country has a sport. Yeah. Um, that would be huge. Yeah. So, who. This is my thing. Like, who would have like teams? Is I mean, how global are we talking here? Is it like it's pretty like in the under twenty four championships, like Australia, Ireland, Japan, yeah. all, all the big countries with money to yeah, put okay. into niche sports. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's huge. It's it's actually amazing at like the the athleticism. Like frisbee, I I think frisbee's hurt. Like personally, yeah. like I get I kind of you know get a bit scared trying to catch frisbees. Yeah, which is which is sort of ironic considering you know play rugby and <laughs> you know play cricket and stuff. But like I think fris like I just get worried it's gonna you know jam into my finger yeah, yeah. or finger or something yeah. like that. And it, it you know it's yeah. a spinning sort of plastic. It it comes at you hard. Yeah. I guess it's probably like you build up. It's like kind of like the handball in AFL. You build up yeah. probably a bit of toughness in the areas where yeah, you have to. That's fair enough. Have to catch. I mean, I've just looked up here. The clubs there is clubs everywhere. Yeah. Like oh we yeah. Got, we got clubs it's in huge. Dubbo, Byron Bay. Huge. The Hill, Inner West, Newcastle. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Orange. Yeah, it's um, and I think the thing is, is like, you you get a run around. Mm. You you're moving like it's dynamic movement, and you you're not like it's no there's no contact. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's just constantly it's just fast paced frisbee drops. Yeah, the team just plays on. There's yeah. no like waiting around for you know to for for a call or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or, no. Like it's just it's just go go go, which is which is awesome. Yeah. So um, and they have like end zones, right? Yeah, and they're huge. They're massive end zones. So it's, it'd be hard to defend. Oh, like if tough. you've got a if you've got like a deep threat. Yeah. You know, and a, and a guy you know who's got a great arm. Yeah. How do you stop it? I'd love to know the I, tactics. I'd love to know. I was just about to say, I'd love to know the tactics for this. Yeah. Like, do you do you have a you know like a, a distributor who just mm, like mm. is is essentially a midfielder who just yeah. or like someone in defence who just distributes down the field yeah. to to the, the yeah. athletic threats and yeah. and, e- and even playing styles like based on your roster. Do you play to the edges and play with width? Yeah. Or do you use little passes up the middle? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, what what decides that? Yeah. I'd love to know. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to sign up. Well, you, have to, you have to start <laughs> playing. <so. laughs> I have, have to work it out. Well, there you go. But yeah. Um, well, and, and Olympics, potentially. Yeah. Which is exciting. Yeah, so there it is. Niche sport. Uh, ultimate Frisbee. Um, a non-contact sport played with a disc flung by hand. Disc flung. That's what it says. Yeah. So, Good yeah. use of flung there. Yeah. Um, yeah, ultimate. Hopefully we see it soon. Yeah. But um, very exciting. Well, you might be on the on the pitch soon. Yeah. For ultimate. By the yeah. I'll definitely be looking up some social comps tonight <laughs> before I go to sleep. Um, well, moving into our uh, our credit athlete uh, of the week this week, um, and he's someone who look he's he's received a fair bit of attention in the golfing world mm. over the past couple of days, but would have been pretty much unknown. Uh, to everyone yep. before this. Um, so he, he comes under our, you know, our, our, that sort of niche. Yep. Um, now, it's a guy by the name of Michael Block, um, who is a PGA professional. Mm. And that means that he essentially is a... He works at a golf club in, in the US. He's from yep. Los Angeles. And he... Um, just he teaches, you know, he's a he teaches at a, at a golf at a golf club, and he you know runs runs the operations there. He's obviously a qualified professional, mm. um, but he's definitely not like a PGA Tour player yeah. or anything yeah. like that or on any of the other tours. He has played, um, like he it's is he's played twenty times or twenty odd times. Yeah, okay. On the PGA Tour over the course of his career. Yeah. Um. But essentially, like, it's obviously it, that's all just from through invitationals yeah, or yeah, getting yeah. invited in um, or qualifying for yep. it. Like, yep. it's not through actually being on tour. Yeah. So he he came tied, I think thirteenth or tied fifteenth even. I think it was today in one of the majors, the golf majors. Yeah. So one of the four biggest uh, tournaments, and he. Which automatically gives him an exemption, so he gets to play next year automatically. Yeah, true. In the next PGA Championship. Yeah. Uh, and he has now been invited to two more 
uh, the next two PGA Tour events wow. to play in on an invitational basis. Now, he won $420,000. Yeah. I think it was. US. US. Sorry, Aussie. Oh, Aussie. Aussie. Um, and sorry, $430,000. Yep. His next uh, best career winnings was $75,000. Pretty good. And then his third best was $4,000. Wow. So... So you could say it's a career highlight for him. It, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, he also had a hole in one. Yeah. <laughs> had a hole in one today. The, the other like, thing I saw on him was his world ranking went up 3,003 <laughs> places. <laughs> so he was ranked like 3,500 yeah. odd. And he's now in... You know the top six hundred, top six hundred in the just world, just from one performance. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's life changing. It, yeah, yeah, it's it, awesome. it is literally life changing. And I, I think the thing that people are like so, um, like like people sort of you know it's a really sort of feel good story mm. is is because not only does he sort of come from nowhere, but he's just a he's just a really humble yeah. sort of you know knockabout sort of guy, um, and and he just kind of took it all in his stride. Yeah. Like he just he just kept going with the flow. He didn't yeah. try and get ahead and he'd just, you know, make a big putt or a big birdie and the crowd would yeah. go nuts and he'd just kind of, you know, smile and yeah. and give an acknowledgement. Yeah. Which is just awesome. The the thing I love about these blokes is it's in golf because it happens a bit in golf, like you have these Cinderella stories yeah, in yeah. majors. And uh, well not a bit, but it happens, you know, once every few years. And um like there's no pressure on them. No. Like so the first two rounds is just playing with freedom there's no pressure because yeah. there's no expectations and then they make the cut and a lot of the time you see them just completely fall off because there's now this yeah. pressure but then every now and then a guy like Michael Block um, comes through and just keeps playing well and it's yeah, it's, awesome. it's an awesome story so yeah I love it can I just say something though mm. if if I'm him on Saturday night yeah, I, like I don't sleep Oh yeah, you, you don't yeah. sleep. That's what I mean. Like after you make the cut, you're feeling it. But he's so he he's tied eighth. Mm. He's playing with Rory McIlroy the next yeah. day, and he he has a chance to essentially you know he had a chance well has a chance to make a couple hundred thousand dollars yeah, if yeah. not you know yeah. he was genuinely in contention. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah it's career defining for a number of different reasons. Yeah, you know, in terms of his. Yeah, just like his wealth, his golf career, his kids if he's got his, them. Yeah, he's got his kids. His family. You know? Like it's it yeah, it defines a lot of things having a performance like that. I saw someone do a do a stat today. Uh, that was if he the amount he won today, so the amount that he won four hundred thousand dollars or whatever, mm-hmm. Australian dollars, he would have had to I think they equated it in USD. So this is USD. Yeah. Um so he would have had to do 2037 lessons that he charges as a PGA to get to where he is wow. in the amount of money that he did today. Wow, that's a lot of lessons. So I, I actually did a little sort of calculation. Yeah, did a bit. And if he, math. I think if he did, I think it was, I think it was six lessons a day. So six one-hour lessons a day. He would have had, he would have to do six one-hour lessons for 384 days or 382 days or something like that wow. straight yeah. to, to make that 2000 number yeah wow crazy which is a lot yeah and that's you know assuming that a lot of that many people need those lessons do you know what I mean? yeah like it's like <laughs> yeah. there's always the slots are always filled yeah exactly right 
for, for those, those days straight. Yeah, that's nuts. So, yeah, yeah. huge day for Michael Block. Michael Block. Yeah. Seems like an absolute legend. Yeah. And I think, and yeah, he's just one of those guys that's just going to be now known for, yeah, like for this, you know. Exactly. He, like, I, I, I think after, maybe after this, he's, his lessons, surely his lessons are going yeah. through the roof. He can charge it a Can he charge now? more now? Yeah. He might need only a thousand lessons. Yeah, to make, make he doubles. His, he doubles his charge rate. <laughs> yeah. This is this is me. Yeah, I've, I came thirteenth at the PGA Championship. But the, the actually the other thing, he he would have had to shout people in the clubhouse for making a hole in one today. Yeah, like that's tough. You kind yeah. of come off on that high. Yeah, it's true. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, g'day guys, yeah. oh, here's, here's here's your drinks because I I made a hole in one. Yeah, I think it's just a ridiculous rule. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't is. make any it sense is. to me. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, there you go. Michael Block. Well done, Michael. One to remember. Well and done, a, uh, I'm sure a couple of four days to remember for Michael. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. he continues on. Like, imagine if he wins. This is the but, thing. Like, I'm, I'll be keeping a close eye on him for those invitations. Yeah. To see how he goes. So, yeah, there you go. What a, what a, what a great, uh, great sort of 48 hours for him. Mm. Or more. But um, that kind of wraps us up, Mike. Yeah. And Thanks, Connor. No, that's all right. Thank you. Good, good topics. Yeah, <laughs> all the good topics today. Good topics. Uh, and uh, we'll be back for next week. Yep. Next episode. And in the meantime, I think everyone needs to go follow us on the Knack Rap on Instagram, and uh, follow us on Spotify as well. Yeah, true. Now that we've released, true. Everything. Now that we've released. So. Yeah. Uh, the Knack on Spotify. Yeah. Enjoy. Thanks, guys.